And we've got to learn to say what we mean. Oh, yeah. And not jump around the houses and not jump around past events and the little things. Yeah. Well, I mean, people think that you can't be completely honest because you're going to hurt their feelings or whatever. You're going to anger them. Um, It's going to be too much. But, you know, there are ways to be honest in a polite and respectful way. And it really is. Honesty really is the best policy. It really is. It is authentic, genuine honesty. Yes, exactly. Hi, welcome to Flip It and Rebuild It, the podcast for people who want to discover the keys to unlock their full potential and to build a strong foundation that will see you through even the most difficult storms of life. I'm Stephen. And I'm Susan. And each of us has overcome challenges that could have destroyed us. Instead, we discovered the secrets to finding our own inner peace. And we're here with you today to share them with you. So how's your week been, Susan? It's been pretty busy, actually. Yeah, good busy, though. I haven't been so busy this week. I've had a lot of, like, council stuff to do. Yeah. And other stuff. So it's been a nice change this week, a nice change of pace, because I've been so busy the last few weeks. It's been crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Felt a bit overwhelmed and so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some of my things are super exciting though. Like I have a I have a gig tonight. I have a gig tonight. Do you? Yep. Thousands of people? Oh no. <laughs> it will be. Are you singing your own songs? Mm-hmm. Yep. So on the on right at the end of this podcast, we could shove one of your songs on. <laughs> we could. <laughs> Should we do that? Guys, let us know in the comments if you'd like us to tag along a couple of Susan's songs onto the end of the podcast. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about this week? Um, we are talking about the one thing that every relationship needs. Yeah, because this season we're talking about relationships. The whole 10 episodes is about relationships between couples, work colleagues, family, children, and everything. Mm-hmm. And whenever we think about this whenever we talk about this this one thing always comes back to this one thing that you need yeah what is it communication healthy communication yeah healthy communication (laughs) i mean yeah there's definitely (laughs) unhealthy ways to communicate but (laughs) so okay just give us an introduction to what healthy communication is i feel that the key to success in any kind of relationship is the ability to communicate well. Even if you're communicating with someone who is not good at communicating well, if you work to communicate well, you're going to have a better chance of getting the results you want. It's, it's important in all relationships from, you know, lovers to friends to children to neighbors um, because it allows us to share our interests our concerns, our needs, our desires, our values, our boundaries, our decisions. You know, we talked about, I think it was in the last one, about how, you know, it it was a bad expectation to expect to meet someone who could just understand you and you don't have to tell them. They can just read your mind. This is exactly the opposite of that. This is really letting someone in so that they can understand where you're coming from. And if anybody listened to the first season of this podcast, you'll realize that Susan does all the research. <laughs> and I come to these podcasts with like, yeah, I've done my research. I've got a notepad here with three lines. 
<laughs> and and <laughs> this, this season is no exception. And <laughs> what's my three lines? It's what communication is. Yeah. So if I give you right now, Susan, everything I've got, mm-hmm. <laughs> the problem is many times people merely think communication is they won't listen to me. Yeah. You know, I'm telling them, I'm talking to them and they will not listen to me and hear me. And the point is that's only one third of communication. Exactly. Two thirds of the communication. This is going to be good. This is all I've got. <laughs> Two thirds of the communication is listening and understanding. Yeah. The problem is we're so good at the first third talking. Mm-hmm. We're really not very good at the listening. I would even argue that we're not always good at expressing ourselves the yeah, right but way. We're good at talking. <laughs> we're not very good at the actual communication. That's the that's the thing. Yeah. And each one of the three we can improve. Oh yeah, always. But if we separate it into three separate parts, because the next podcast we're going to be talking about how to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one we're talking about what's why it's so important. Yeah. Um, but I do want to touch on the subject rather than go into the sweating the little things about the communication, which are really the big things if they're let go. Mm-hmm. It's just the actual communication is the three part. It's not two parts like people think. Yeah. And when we separate into those three parts, we recognize when we're not doing one of them. Yeah. And it is three separate parts. They're, they're not combined. It's yeah. just combined is communication. And what was that third part? Understanding. Understanding. Like you say, it's not good enough just to talk. You've actually got to come up with and you formulate your, what you're going to say. It has to come from a certain place. It has to, has to be authentic and real. Mm-hmm. You have to find your voice. Mm-hmm. Um, stick to what you're trying to communicate with. The moment you say that they don't listen is normally the time when we're not the ones that are listening. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, if, if you, anybody that you really like, anybody you really resonate with, mm-hmm. anybody you come away and go, oh, I really like them, they'll mm-hmm. always have one thing in common. Mm-hmm. They learn to shut up, listen, and understand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what we all want. Yeah, because that's the thing, like, you know, listening is a lot of times people have trouble you feel like someone's not listening to you because they think they're listening because they're waiting to respond to what you said. They're formulating in their head what they want to say rather than really focusing on taking in what you're saying and making sure they understand it. Yeah, that's a huge thing. I remember for so many years, one of my ex-partners used to say, oh, I'm sorry, did the beginning of your sentence interrupt the end of mine? (laughs) And I used to get so annoyed by her when she used to point out to me all the time. But she was right. Yeah. I couldn't wait for her to finish so I could basically, yeah, give my two cents. Yep. I've been there. (laughs) I told you that's all I've got. (laughs) All right. right. (laughs) So, okay. Communication. I think communication is actually super complicated. It's not just about talking or listening. I agree with that. I agree with understanding. I also think it has to do with even our body language and the way we are present in the conversation. Yeah. Are you, the way we walk in, the way, where our mind's at. Do we walk into this conversation, you know, wanting to resolve the issue at hand in our head or are we walking into it defensive? Giving off body language that is 
open and comforting or are we like, that's yeah. a really important factor too. Yeah. yeah I never thought of it. So there's about seven really then. not just. <laughs> so that's just blow away my notes completely. No, you're, you're absolutely right because you can be sat there and you say, right, okay, I'm listening mm-hmm. and I'm going to understand. Okay, go ahead. I'm listening. And you close your arms and you become defensive. You're not listening. No, you're not. And, and they, they can tell. You're just pretending you are. You're not being genuine at all. But on a general sense, if you were to ask everybody, <laughs> it reminds me of something. When there, there was a relationship expert in America and he was on doing a TEDx talk, and I can't remember who he was. I watched it years and years ago. And he had been counseling couples for like 40 mm-hmm. years. Yeah. And he'd been doing it nearly all his life. He was quite an older guy now. And he looked up and said, the number one problem that women say in relationship is that their men do not listen and do not communicate and do Mm. not understand their needs. Yeah. And the number one problem in, from men from a relationship Mm. is that their woman does not understand or does not listen and does not communicate (laughs) or understand their needs. Interesting, isn't it? (laughs) And yeah, because often we'll think the other person has got a load of other things. Mm-hmm. We think it's the fact that the guy leaves the Lucy up, the guy doesn't pick up the cup. It's not about that at all. It's about yeah. the guy disrespecting you. Right. I was going to say, when we communicate ineffectively, we lose the connection and we lose the trust. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. The trust is huge. It is. And that comes in the two-way of the communication as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. You might think what you're saying is true. You might think what you're saying is justified. Mm-hmm. But you've got to trust in what you're saying. They've got to trust what you're saying as well as you trust that they're listening. Mm-hmm. You trust that they're going to take it on board. Mm-hmm. Um, it is quite huge. We could talk yeah. about the Indian talking stick next. Yeah, and okay. also, you know, you want, you, you want to be emotionally trustworthy. Uh, another big problem people get into when they're communicating ineffectively is, you know, they get someone to open up and tell them something and then they get angry, they get upset um, rather than taking it in and processing it and coming back later if they need to, they react and that kills the emotional trust. And then they're not going to open up again. No. And, and then it'll start boiling up and then it'll mm-hmm. start going months and months and months. And then when you do open up the lines of communication in an argument, suddenly the lines are open, might mm-hmm. be only one way, and they offload everything for the past oh, yeah. eight, nine months. Oh, yeah. Resentment. You know, seven resentment. months, two days, five hours and 16 minutes ago, you left the cup out for the 300th oh, yeah. time. Yep. <laughs> and that's been bo- boiling away for eight months. Yeah. I think men do that as well, but we're just, you, you know, in, in the midst of the argument, I just, I'm like, so, yeah, like smacked with facts by the other person. I'm like, yeah. oh, what's going on? Yeah. Well, that's the way it used to be. Yeah. Um, I think in general, men are, I mean, men and women are brought up differently and women, because of how they are socially, they naturally are better communicators. That doesn't mean they're good at it, but they're naturally better, you know, on a base yeah. level. Um, a lot of practice in the toilets, in nightclubs when you're teenagers. 
right? <laughs> Men go it alone. We, you know, we're okay. We go, we go it alone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what you need to find is a middle ground in the middle there. You, you meet each yeah. other in the middle, really. And, and it really is important, you, you know, you're talking about being honest when we're talking and oh yeah, coming from our feelings. But you have to be honest when you're listening and listening yeah. with your agenda in mind. Yeah. Just go, just going, yeah, okay, I know this, I know this, I know this. It's about deeper listening. Yeah. Um, don't listen to the little things. That, that's yeah. not what's important. Yeah. If they say something like about you being late all the time, it's, yeah. it's got very little to do with you being late. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's how they are feeling. It's the feeling that that brought up inside them, which could be yeah. from something that happened 20 years ago. You know, it yeah. could be. Feeling of insecurity, a feeling of that mm -hmm. um, you're not communicating with me. You're not letting me know what's going on. Yeah. Um, a feeling of you're not taking them seriously. Yeah. And it's the deeper feelings that we need to address. And the yeah. other thing about communication is don't be frightened to argue. Oh yeah. There's, there's, it's a, it's totally, I have a quote actually about that. <laughs> oh, um, there are negative and unhealthy ways to fight, but disagreeing is not unhealthy. And that was Lori Mintz, PhD. She's a professor at the, of psychology at the University of Florida. Read it again. There are negative and unhealthy ways to fight, but disagreeing is not unhealthy. No, absolutely. Absolutely. You don't want to be with someone that's exactly the same as you. You don't want to be with someone that thinks and does exactly the same as you. And yeah. plus also, there is going to be differences. In a healthy relationship, you both have other things to look forward to outside of things. Yeah. So communication Yes, you've got the evening communication of what's going on during the day. Yeah. And, you know, I really urge that to stay, you know, around oh, yeah. the table with your children. at You know, tea time to sit there and go, right, kids, you're not allowed to talk while eating tea. Yeah. I personally disagree with that. I, I do too. Yeah. I, I think sit down. Yes, eat in a reasonably fast fashion. <laughs> don't sit there talking five hours later but communicate what what have you done today mm -hmm. yeah. what kind things have you witnessed today how did you feel when you went into that you know communicate in both ways mm -hmm. yeah and urge the kids to ask you how your day was yeah and you might think that you've heard your partner explain his day a thousand times mm -hmm. doesn't matter no yeah yeah. It, it's about asking that one day when they want to share it. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, I do that with my teenager and teenagers are notorious for like, I don't want to talk today. Oh, I've got a lot to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Every day when I pick her up from school, I'm like, so how was your day? What'd you do? And sometimes it's just like, I did the same thing I always do. Sometimes she gets in the car and she unloads all sorts of stuff on me. So why else is communication so important? What happens if we stop communicating? Well, uh, I mean, Honest communication builds trust and we, everybody, no one will argue that trust is not important in a relationship. Honest communication builds trust. Um, communication allows you to not just evaluate whether you and your partner are compatible, but it allows you to grow in areas 
you are not and understand your differences, understand your disagreements. Um, you know, if you know where someone's coming from and you understand why they feel that way, it's okay that they disagree because you understand. Um, yeah. com- communication can lift you up. Um, good communication, poor communication can bring you down and bring you to a bad place um, yeah. and snowball. It improves your ability to handle conflict and disagreement, adversity and crisis. I mean, good communication definitely takes a lot of practice. But if you get good enough at it, you can go up to someone that you absolutely can't stand, disagree with everything about them, uh, everything they think, say, whatever. And if you have good communication skills, you can carry on a nice conversation with them. You can. And the whole thing about a relationship is about finding what you both enjoy. Oh, yeah. And unless you communicate, you won't find that. And as we're talking about outside of relationships and not just the romantic type. Yeah. I, I remember going to a meal with a friend of mine. And during that meal, I wasn't resonating with the other guest at all. Yeah. It was becoming a problem. I, I got to the stage where I recognized they turned their seat slightly away from me. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there and I was thinking, you know, this really isn't going well. Yeah. And I remembered something I read about everybody has something in common. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the conversation going on between him and another guest. And mm-hmm. they mentioned NCIS. Mm-hmm. And a series that I just started watching and was enjoying it. Big mm-hmm. fan of Gibbs. And he's a good listener, isn't he, Gibbs? <laughs> I don't know if you watch it. I but, um, as soon as he mentioned that, when I got my turn to talk, we started talking about NCIS. He turned his chair around and the rest of the evening went so much better. We found something we had in common. Suddenly this guy wasn't a jerk, wasn't all this, wasn't totally someone I did not like and hated. Mm-hmm. Not that it was like that. But I would have, without doing that, I would have left there thinking, <laughs> when we right. have a meal with them again. Yeah. Yeah. But we cannot have everything in common with everybody. Right. And we don't always have control over what relationships we need to work well. If you have a hard time getting along with your coworkers or your boss, um, good communication can help make that a situation that works for everyone. You might not be best buds, but you can make it work for everyone. We've just been here doing funny shots on the video. Yeah, we were playing around. (laughs) My mum phoned, so we had to pause the podcast for a moment. And yeah, so we've just been here messing around doing funny shots. So if you want to see that, I don't know why you would. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Communication, Susan. Let's get back to it. Yeah. All right. Good communication. Focus. So good communication also gives you the opportunity, opportunity, to evaluate your own values. Oh, let me think about that for a moment. Um, yeah. Yeah, it does. Because if we communicate from a deeper sense, mm-hmm. rather than communicate from, you did this, you did that, I want this, I need that. Mm-hmm. It really does make you dig a little deeper to go, you know, why are these things annoying me? Exactly. And then bring that to the communication as opposed to bringing, this is what you're doing. Yep. And ultimately, in any relationship, 
if they if they like you, which I presume they do, that's why you're in a relationship. <laughs> they want to help you. They want to make it better for you. Yeah, yeah. The biggest frustration I've had in relationships in the past is not knowing how to please them. It's not necessarily about pleasing, but how to do these things to help them. Yeah. Um, and and yes, I've had these frustrations of they come to me with a problem and. I then give them all the reasons why it cannot be sorted because it's not as mm-hmm. simple as that. And, yeah. But really, I recognize that, yes, I couldn't solve those problems because they weren't actually, I was trying to solve the superficial things, the little exactly. things. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. not seeing what was underneath it all. Oh, yeah, and I think that's what the biggest advantage is to working on your communication skills because. You know, if you're just communicating about the superficial problems and you're not getting into the heart of the matter of why you really feel the way you do, what's really wrong, you can't really fix it and it's not going to get better. And I think that's the biggest problem I see in communication. You don't even like my daughter's a really great example. She's high functioning autistic. So she has a very hard time being in touch with her feelings. She has strong feelings. It's hard for her to express them relate to others, um, you know, and especially when she was younger, because I've been working with her for a long time, but when she was younger, she'd come home and she would just absolutely lose it over like the silliest little thing. And, and I would just be like, this can't be what's bothering her. This can't be what's bothering her. Like she'd lose it over, you know, I ate the Cheerios, you know, something simple, but it was yeah. the end of the world. And I would have to get her to kind of calm down and then think about why was she really upset? Um, and get her to dig. I had to help her dig. And then she'd realize, oh, well, I'm actually really, you know, I'm really sad because my friends did this at school and it hurt my feelings. And I just didn't realize that that was what was wrong. And da, 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 da. You can do the same thing with yourself. If you learn how to communicate better, you learn how to be more in touch with what's really bothering you. Especially if you go into that conversation, this is going to be a tip for next episode, but especially if you go into that conversation prepared and you've already thought about what's really bothering me. When you were saying about Bella and you don't mind me saying her name on the podcast, do you? No, it's fine. Okay. When you were talking about Bella, it reminds me of, I seen a video about autism years ago. Mm-hmm, yeah. One of my exes used to work at an autistic center. Yeah. And she showed me a video on YouTube of what it's like to be autistic. Yeah. And this video, and I don't don't know if it's the same rule of them. I presume there's varying types and things like that. And I really know very little about it. This video was like just an overload. Oh yeah, of yeah. Sound, and feelings, and everything. Sights and flashy lights, and and what it reminds me of in a relationship is when you don't when you don't communicate. Yeah. By the time you communicate, is turned into anger. Mm-hmm. But underneath the anger, there's neglect. There's a feeling of that you're not been respected, that you're mm-hmm. not been loved, you're not been understood, you're not been listened. Mm-hmm. But it's so masked by the anger, yeah, that you okay. cannot communicate all those other things. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like in that state, you are not in control of your emotion. Your no. emotion is controlling you. And when you uh, work on good communication, you learn how to control your emotions yeah. so that you can express yourself. What is an interesting question to ask is how would I like them to show up for me? 
Mm, yeah. And, and when you when you come to that conclusion, you then do it for them. Oh, absolutely. You know, if you want them to listen, listen. If you want them to understand, understand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and in the next podcast, we're going to go into real detail about how to do these things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and we might think that we know how to understand. Mm-hmm. I didn't learn to understand until I was in my 40s. Yeah. And I'm, sti- I'm still working on it now. Yeah. Um, I mastered the art of talking. <laughs> I, I never mastered the art of communication. Yeah. And I never mastered, and I haven't mastered them yet. Yeah. Um, I don't think we ever truly master anything, honestly. But yeah, I was always good at listening, but I wasn't good at expressing. See, the understanding is not understanding from your experience either. It's understanding from their perspective. Yes, exactly. They're the ones that are doing the talking. They're the ones that are explaining it. And you've got to understand it as if you were them. Oh, yeah. And it is really, really difficult unless you really slow the hell down. Oh, yeah, that's, yep. And, you know, leave your thoughts and beliefs at the door. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the best way to, that's the best way to handle it if you're dealing with someone who's not good at communicating. If you go to them, and you show them that you're listening, show them that you're open, show them that you're, you know, taking in what they're saying, show them the respect and show them trust. They're going to relax and naturally go into a good communication pattern. To me, if someone said to me, if you could explain love in, an, in a word different to the word love, mm-hmm. I didn't explain that very well. But if someone came to me and said, um, what does it mean to love someone? But you're not allowed to use the word love. Mm-hmm. I would say it's listen. Yeah. And it's not just listen. Oh yeah. I've heard what you say and I can repeat it back. It's genuinely listen from a heart centered, deep understanding way. Oh yeah. I think, I think the best thing, the, the best way you can tell someone that you love them without actually saying it, this is just say, I'm here for you. Yeah. And that's what good communication is. It's being there for the other person, even if you have your own things to say. And if you're a man out there, it's not about fixing. No. Mm-mm. Sometimes it is, but most of the time it's not. Yeah, I was going to give some advice for the females out there, but I haven't got any. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would say to that, like, you know, there's an appropriate time to offer suggestions. When someone asks, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's also important to take on kind of a teaching perspective, you know, where you're not just giving them the answer and telling them what to do. You're leading them to discover the answer for themselves. That's that's really really important. Ooh. That's how you can help people fix problems. <laughs> I love that. I love that, and it's yeah. so true. And it the white man can jump film. Yeah. Do you know the you watch the film? Um, she's lying in the bed she wakes up in the middle of the night and she says I'm thirsty Mm -hmm. and you know what is it I'm not Wesley Snipes with the uh, blonde hair Um, the other character in it who Woody Harrelson okay Woody Harrelson jumps out of bed and goes to the kitchen 
gets her a drink and brings it back. And she says, what do you do that for? I say, because you're thirsty. Yes, but I didn't want to drink. <laughs> what? But that is the whole thing. We immediately jumped to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't about her being thirsty. It was about her wanting him to realize she's thirsty. Mm. About wanting him, her to realize for him to take notice. Yeah. To empathize, to understand. Yeah. Okay, the film used a simple example they could put in less than one minute. <laughs> but the, the principle stands in a bigger picture. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait for them to ask you to solve the problem. Yeah. If they wake up and go, I'm thirsty, can you get me a glass of water? Go and get a glass of water. Yeah, or you can even offer to. Like in that case, you know, he probably would have been better off if he'd been like, would you like me to go get you a glass of water? And then she would have been like, oh, thanks. That's really sweet. (laughs) Quite probably. (laughs) it, it, It is really interesting because it's very much what we're not saying. But we it is let them yeah. to know it's what we're not saying. That's worth repeating, isn't it? And we got to learn to say what we mean. Oh yeah, and not jump around the houses and not jump around past events and the little things. Yeah, well, I mean, people think that you can't be completely honest because you're going to hurt their feelings or whatever. You're going to anger them. Yeah. Um, it's going to be too much. But, you know, there are ways to be honest in a polite and respectful way. And it really is. Honesty really is the best policy. It really is. It is authentic, genuine honesty. Yes, exactly. Um, Not blaming. (laughs) (laughs) So in in the next podcast, we're going to talk about how to do this. Awesome. (laughs) I'm also going to cover, and more importantly... How do we communicate when we're so like we're mad and they're not listening? And yeah, yeah, you know, what can you do when you're with someone that is just oh my god, they haven't listened to me, they're not listening, they have no intention of listening? Yeah, what do you do in those circumstances? Because so many of us have been there or still are. Yeah, that's learning how to fight fair. Yeah, and how do we get back to communication after the argument? Because arguments sometimes are what is needed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to discuss those things and we'll give some real practical um, tips on how to do it in the next podcast. So subscribe, comment, let us know what you think. Let us know whether you've had problems with communication in relationships Mm -hmm. and any tips that you've got. Oh, definitely. And we'll mention you on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Where can you get? Where can we find you, Susan? Um, Susan'sInspirationSpace.com. I was going to say you can find me in the pub. <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. I haven't been to a pub for so long. Oh yeah. You go to pubs for meals now. I do. Show oh, yeah. my age. Yeah. Connectwithsteven.com. That's where you can find every ways to connect with me. Thanks, guys. Namaste. No